Hey, welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. Today's Thursday. It's August 25th. It's about 5.30 in the evening, and I'm recording downtown. So, anyway, I haven't been on a lot. I'm just going to go ahead and just sum up everything. First of all, play the fanfare. do 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 Today was the first day. So today is the first day back for Jacksonville State University. Go Gamecocks! Fear the beat. Um, Today was the first day back for me teaching. I believe college courses officially started back yesterday. Um, They moved in earlier this week. The student body is there. um, Back and better than ever. And so... When I hear something on the news about people not going to college campus in person, I'm like, well, that may be true in some places. That's not really the case here. So, da-da-da-da, we're back. We're back and we're better than ever. Um, New students. Anyway, um, so glad. So, this morning I had yoga. It went great. Uh, I'm actually going to go into that in a minute. So, last week I was supposed to take my crafts to the craft fair and... The Alzheimer's walk is a great cause. Unfortunately, I had to sort of readjust my priorities. Um, I believe it was something like $50. And as much as I feel confident in my arts and crafts, I couldn't do a gamble last week. Um, at least not for $50. <laughs> I, may, I may do this like next year. And also the location, the day of the week being on a Friday. I didn't have any confidence Um, with this being my first time to do something at basically it was it was a craft fair at a nursing home so I didn't have a lot of confidence for some reason that I was going to make back my 50 and I wanted I wanted to do it it's just that I had to reprioritize everything with time and I'm going to get into all that too um further further details on why I'm having to reprioritize my time coming soon um but anyway Saturday last week Saturday I went ahead and went to the leather working class in Hoover and I still haven't edited my site since the last <laughs> I need to do that tonight I haven't edited my website since the last broad podcast I started to call this a broadcast but it's a podcast <laughs> so I've, I've not done my marketing thing but when I went to Hoover um, I did take the whole day to kind of learn uh, live and learn We practiced some techniques, and I practiced using some tools. It's really great to take classes when you're working with tools, and you're not sure which ones you need to add to your collection, and actually get to use some of the leatherworking tools, like, before purchasing. And I learned the saddle stitch. (laughs) I learned so much. Like, there's a lot of books I have, and I'm more of a hands-on learner, but it really did me a lot of good to, to take that whole day Saturday and just do some leather craft and it was good for my soul to have someone basically sit there and say this is how you could do this better like I needed that anyway and then I spent the rest of the weekend organizing beads I made a bunch of rope samples for a kumihimo class that I'll be teaching in November at the Berman Museum Um, I'm really looking forward to that because there are some kumihimo type um decorations on the samurai armor and traditionally these ropes were also made to wrap around the sword handles Uh, we went basically 
<laughs> the woman who's helping me and organizing this event with me, we walked around the museum today and we were looking for little bits and pieces of Kumihimo in their treasures from the Orient area. Um, once again, I can't wait to do this event and I'll get to go through it again. Go through and look at the museum up close. Um, I just, I don't know, it doesn't get old to me. Some people may just be like one and done, but I love the art. Um, lots, lots of great stuff at the museum. Um, anyway, after I spent all weekend making ropes for this Kumihimo style class so that they can learn, I ended up finding out that my husband's coworkers were with COVID. So I took a rapid test and he did too at the same time Sunday. Turned out negative, thank goodness. Um, that there was like probably the longest 15 minutes of anybody's life waiting on that rapid test to see. Um, but I wasn't going to wait. Like after he was potentially around someone at work, I didn't want to wait. So I went ahead and got us the tests and came out negative. I went ahead and went to the, um, the meeting Monday because I had a fitness group fitness meeting. So I told my husband, I'm not going to like not do the rapid test and potentially expose everybody that's on the fitness team the next day. Um, anyway, just everything that's been happening has been making me think a lot about leadership and redefining myself as leader when I'm in front of the class. Um, anyway, the meeting got cut short. It seemed like not a lot of people were really feeling good, which, you know, nothing like... Nothing like that to make you nervous right after taking a rapid test around people who don't feel good all day. Um, and hopefully they'll have more energy once we started back today. But, you know, they're closing early. Actually, yeah, the gym's closing in 15 minutes for the, the craft fair on Mountain Street. Um, anyway, when they cut the meeting short on Monday, I just took advantage of that and did some weightlifting. And I did some water fitness Monday night. Everything going great. New fresh start. New semester. New students. New fresh start. Um, and then my grandmother took a turn for the worse. She took a hard fall. She's never broken anything until this week. And she's 101. So it's just... I haven't been to see her a lot because of the fact that, I mean... If I'm around people at the gym, I feel like I shouldn't go and be around people in a nursing home. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little overly cautious, but now I've gotten to spend the last two days with her. Unfortunately, she has absolutely no idea who I am, where she's at. She doesn't understand she's at the hospital. Um, at least they've taken her out of the emergency room. She was in the emergency room for over, it felt like over a day, like a full 36 hours or something. And she was in the ER and that made me nervous because we were surrounded by, it seemed like a lot of volatile people. Like some people were actually in like custody holding or something. Um, I guess from jail. I don't know. I don't really know what was happening in there. It was like, while she was sleeping yesterday, it was like a madhouse. And then today I come down here and she's the madhouse because she was really mad at me for, um, through her lens of perspective me keeping her there as I was visiting her but I know she doesn't really know she doesn't really know what she's saying so I don't I'm not really gonna hold on to that and in fact I'm close enough with my grandmother that 
it's a good thing that I know her well enough to know that none of that's actually the real her. Um, and this morning I was like, I'm going to go teach anyway. I need this outlet. Got up really early. I wanted everything to be perfect because, you know, it's day one. This could be a lot of people's first yoga. It turned out it was one person's first yoga. I unloaded all the props from my car. <laughs> I knew I had to make two trips to bring in the blankets. So I put my phone into a phone locker. Now, it would be important for me to note before I tell you this story. Most of the time when I use this specific set of phone lockers, it just won't lock. And when I ask my coworkers, like, hey, I push the buttons and this one locker, it, this one set of lockers, it doesn't ever want to lock. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have to charge it. You know, they say something like that. And I'm like, well, I'm just, this morning I was like, I'm only going to be gone for like, not even five minutes. How long does it take me to walk to my car? Like two minutes. <laughs> I had to park pretty far away. Two minutes. I go out. I come back in. Lo and behold, I cannot find my phone. There's two locked lockers. There's little tiny windows in the phone locker. And I'm looking in and I see like a wallet and a phone. I'm like, well, that's not my phone. And I see another one. I'm like, that's not my phone. And the other six lockers are empty. <laughs> and I was about to... Actually, when I contacted the the maintenance man, I was actually about to hyperventilate. And then I looked right at him. And just like I was pulling myself together in front of Chuck, I said, and I can't have a nervous breakdown because I'm about to teach yoga. And then just for me to say that, I kind of like brought myself back. I went in, taught class. I sort of mentioned after class, sorry, there was no music. I think somebody stole my phone. They were like, oh no. I said, stuff's just stuff anyway. Um, here's the funny part of that story. After class, after I completely taught class, convinced that my phone was stolen, whomever was using the locker with the wallet, they put their wallet and phone right on top of my phone. I don't know how, with all those cables coming out of the same little hole, I can't imagine how you would not notice that you're putting your phone on top of another phone. And it's not like they were all occupied. There was only one locker being used besides mine. So... Um, crisis averted, but um, since I've accidentally run out of my thyroid medicine, my adrenaline went a little bit overboard, like it went a little crazy. Somehow, I brought myself back with the whole, like, I've got to set an example for yoga, and I taught a 45-minute power flow that, honestly, it was such a badass morning. It was awesome class. Um, no one came to my 11.15, but traditionally, it seems like lunch class is not really that that big so anyway I'm just as they say I'm just gonna roll with it um I've got two classes in the morning the spin class is already booked out and then I've got water aerobics at a different facility and then I'll come down here again where I'm at and sit with my grandmother um basically all I'm doing when I'm here is just letting her know where she's at and telling her not, not to get up out of bed because she's I mean She's not sure what's going on, so I'm trying to give her more confidence. My sister's helping her eat because, for goodness sake, um, she's broken her arm, so she can't pick up her water, you know, she's not really able to move around or, like, feed herself. It's really been, this whole week has been really trying, like, on my entire family, I guess, so. The fitness actually does give me an outlet. 
to kind of like redirect my energy into a new place. And I'm lucky to have so many opportunities as I do have. I did apply for another, another job again today. When I say another, another job, it's because I have to put down, I already have three jobs. And then I basically put like, um, not quitting. I'm only working at this job like three hours. So there's no need for me to quit. For example, if I'm applying at a job and they don't even open up till like 11, which a lot of restaurants that I'm, this restaurant I'm talking about opens at 11. I mean, most of my days that I work, I'm off work by 11 anyway, except for Mondays and Wednesdays. So, um, there's really no reason like that they would think that's going to interfere. In fact, I'll probably follow up because it's in a location that's kind of going to be convenient for me if they would just hire me, um, for, you know, short, short hours. Um, try not to focus too much on spreading myself too thin because as of right now, I've already got like the weekend events, the farmer's market. Um, and then there's another market I've put myself down for that's totally different from all these other markets. It's like a craft fair. I think it's called like Fall Fest or something like that. And that's the same weekend as another Fall Festival. Um, it seems like everything falls on the same date. I think that's what I'm worried about with my alpaca yoga event because we're doing yoga at the alpaca farm. And then I noticed that's also like the same day as, for example, like two or three other local events. Like I think the Weaver Heritage Festival is the weekend before that. But then I don't know. Like I can't, I can't keep up with everybody else's schedule. Somebody will ask me like, hey, when is so-and-so teaching this and that class? I'm like, man, I have a hard enough time with just like remembering my class. I do have a couple of ladies that's enjoying belly dance classes. So I've added those back on Tuesday nights and they've been super supportive of my arts. They've purchased some lanyards, spiders, bracelet, anklet. Like, like they really love my beadwork and that gave me a lot of confidence and it's just been such a run <laughs> between the yoga, the water fitness, the spinning, having to, you know, having time that I made to practice the spinning ride. Uh, when I get there in the morning, it's a whole new crowd. That means I'll probably spend the first two songs like setting up bikes with um, new attendants. And that's great. It's going to be good. Um, I'm just like, whatever happens, I'm here for it. <laughs> um, I noticed there was another opening for one facility has a water instructor all over the schedule and she got another job like a full-time job so I reached out to the person who makes the schedule at that particular facility and I kind of threw my name in the hat for the Wednesday morning because as of right now uh, I don't teach on Wednesday mornings like I did you hear me like stop I was thinking about that I don't even have a job on Wednesdays until six o'clock at night so I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I'm not in charge of the schedules. So technically all this vision of self-employment has just been clouded judgment because I don't make my schedules <laughs> it, unless I'm teaching like, you know, the belly dance or doing the craft fair. So, um, yeah, I think that it's time for me to go get dinner <laughs> and I got to get to, I got to get to bed early because I get to teach spinning in the morning. I'm really excited that the class is booked out. Um, I haven't had a completely full class in a while, so that's going to be nice. Um, yeah, just, I'm still readjusting. <laughs> I feel like it's taken several, what is it? I think it's been two years that I've only been doing fitness and I took the whole summer off and I was determined to not make it where I'm working very late 
uh, teaching fitness till eight or nine o'clock. You know, just one hour here, one hour there is fine. It's just that when I was driving, like three three trips or so back back and forth, back and forth. um, I don't know. It just it wasn't making sense. I was doing great um, as far as handling the workload. I just feel like time management is so important. Like, especially as I get, like, older and older. Because time becomes much more valuable. Um, anyway, um, just everything that's happened from the planning of the the craft class that I'm teaching about braiding. The um, spending so much time trying to get organized at home. And feeling like that's just happening. Like, it's compartmentalized at the moment. Like, I'm not able to spread myself as I want to be my own housekeeper. I can't spread myself that thin until next week. Um, I'm not, I'm just, I'm not great at being organized. (laughs) This is one of my things. Like, I'm not great. I'm okay at being organized. But I'm much better at being organized, like, when I'm at work, if that makes any difference to you know, some people, it makes bigger difference to me. Um, I'm kind of like organized chaos when I'm at home. All right, well, I'm going to go because I've spent the last two days up here and I'm sitting still at the hospital parking lot. (laughs) So I'm going to get out of here and get myself home and start, um, you know, start my evening, (laughs) start my dinner. Um, If you have any questions about yoga, I do teach yoga. Um, if you have any questions about your weightlifting or how to comprehend uh, cardio programming for weight loss, if you have any questions, let me know. Like, if you don't know what you're doing that's maybe holding you back, um, a lot of mistakes that we make would be within our diet, like a simple change of diet. A lot of mistakes that we make involve, like, not getting enough sleep. Um, a lot of mistakes we involve also in, is usually telling ourselves that we're not able to do something so make sure you tell yourself just give yourself words of encouragement like you can do this or you can do that or if something comes up for me that I don't really need to focus on I'll just because it seems like especially for like the past three or four years the same thought patterns just keep coming up over and over for past I'd say four years and I'll just literally be like no no to my thoughts, no to that thought, (laughs) evict it, I want to evict that thought, it ain't paying the rent inside my head, Um, and sometimes I'll actually just say no out loud, (laughs) in fact, I think one of the students caught me talking to myself, because as this guy was walking, some student was walking in, it's like five o'clock in the morning, he spits, of course, because, I mean, I can't watch an Alabama guy go into a building without spitting, uh, he spits, and I'm like, okay, I'm like muttering, like, all right, all right, cool, I guess, so that's what we're doing, we're still spitting, uh, spitting in public now, still, after everything we've been through for the past two years, I was like, still, everyone has to spit in the parking lot and areas, and I was like, you know, like, right when you're walking in, like, cool, I guess, and then, I think the guy that saw me like muttering thought I was like frustrated with what I was carrying. He's like, do you need help with that? I'm like, oh no, this is just blankets. I'm thinking like, get ahead of me and tell that guy that walked in not to spit everywhere as he's walking in. 
But then once again, I'm like, uh, no thoughts, <laughs> no to that thought. Just like, um, something I have no control over. Why do I let, why do I let other people's actions, just like the people who were in the emergency room who were all screaming and like, they were totally threatening. One of them was totally like a threatening top personality to whoever it was somebody having to watch this person and make sure, I guess, that they didn't escape. And the way that that person was being talked to was very upsetting to me. I mean, I know that's their job. I know they hear this every day. And I know they're used to it. But I'm not used to that. I'm not used to listen to someone get badgered and just, they treated, they were getting treated like, she's just talking to them like they were garbage. And then she would say something like, well, then fine, just call the cops. You know, like, I guess she was... I'm guessing she was in the ER from jail or fixing to go to jail or prison. I have no idea if this woman was on transport from the Julia Tutwiler prison or what was happening. In any case, it made me become like very, and this once again could be because I accidentally ran out of my thyroid medicine and my adrenaline's going a little bit over the overboard area. I was like, I'm so sorry y'all have to put up with this, but this is like, I'm... I know this is your everyday, and I'm so sorry that y'all have to listen to this. I said, I'm just going to step outside because, to me, this is very upsetting. And then I heard that the one that was um, angry, I heard her squawk and then say something. And they said, you're not the only person in here. <laughs> they tried to explain to her. But she was, like, kind of taking out all her aggression of her 30 years of marriage gone bad. Taking it all out on these folks and... I just, I just feel like they were handling it better than me, and I wasn't even involved. I was just, like, sitting with my grandmother, basically watching her blood pressure and heart rate and hoping that everything would work out okay for her recovery, and then I'm listening to this garbage, <laughs> this garbage with this woman screaming at people. It was just, it was too much. And there were a few other people in that area that were dealing with stuff and they were screaming out, but not in physical pain. It was just, uh, yesterday was a lot. And on top of everything else, um, you know, my husband's short staffed at work. So he comes home, he's exhausted because he's having to be three people while they were healing uh, or getting better or recovering and quarantine, whatever you want to call it. And so it's just been a heavy week everything's been heavy. Like, it doesn't feel like everything should be this heavy. My sister just told me, like, um, her favorite restaurant's going out of business. And I'm like, how do you know this? Well, she found out from someone who knows them. They're not even publicizing it. Um, it just seems like one business after another is going under, especially if it's not a huge chain. Uh, now, I know all businesses, they start off small at some point. But right now, it feels like to be a small business is to fail because unless you're like one of these big box conglomerate corporations, uh, you're not going to have the money to pay the rent anywhere because it's just so much. Like everything is just so much. And I don't like I don't even I don't even see how businesses are making it because I feel like my business is just my fitness and I don't know, everybody else that's doing like one hour here, one day there, or firework, fireworks, like I said, fireworks, 
one or two weeks in, three weeks in, they're fine. You know, six weeks a year. How much, how many weeks of the year? I think it's only like two weeks before 4th of July and two weeks before New Year's. Um, fireworks people are not struggle. They're not on the struggle bus. Um, also, anybody who serves alcohol, any of those businesses serving out alcohol, not on the struggle bus usually. <laughs> um, it's just been weird because I've been living here my whole life in this one town. I've watched it stop snowing. When I was a kid, it used to snow all the time. At least once a year. Very rarely when I was a kid. Like, at least once a year, we'd have a really good snow, and I could, like, go down the hill. Um, sometimes we go years now without seeing snow. And this whole community was, like, thriving and booming when we had a military base because there was a lot more um, residency. And also there was more jobs. Um, a lot of places have gone under and it's just all shifted and it's like somebody pointed out at one of these speak out meetings sometimes Aniston has like a speak out meeting and someone came to the meeting and she's like I want to sell my house there is no way I'm going to sell my house as long as there's no jobs here because without jobs there's no money without any um, job market all the value of our homes drops and she was right um the other problem with this community is like poverty will breed crime. And so um, I think that's why I get so heightened when I have something like this morning happen. Even though I was like, okay, I'm in a safe place. There's no reason my phone should have been stolen. Well, I have had my phone stolen um, in Florida. So it's almost like trauma 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 like every time <laughs> starting when I was six years old the trauma the, the betrayals um just too much it's too much <laughs> um anyway I've gotten off on a tangent now um I really appreciate you all who listen to me <laughs> I'm gonna continue to give you all updates um even though nobody came to my TRX class today and I had so much to do I really took time to practice my suspension trainer exercises because I mean obviously my job is also to demonstrate them so I got a few reps in today as well um who knows what tomorrow will bring like we'll never we'll never know until we get there so I'm not going to worry too much about it I'm just going to um hope for the best and pray that my grandmother makes it through the surgery in the morning I'm going to be super worried about it but I didn't cancel my classes because I'm really stressed out and the exercise will help me and my, my sister will be here. So it's not like, I mean, my mom and my sister will be here. So it's not like I'm just leaving her alone. So don't worry about that. We got it covered. We're taking shifts and, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening and make sure you share this out. Um, everybody who listens great. And it's usually unedited for the amount of time I don't spend editing, I make up for with retakes. <laughs> I'm always starting over, starting over. So um, give yourself permission to start over. You know, sometimes I just want to take a nap and be like, can I just start my day over right here? <laughs> it's kind of been that kind of day every day this week. Anyway, thank you so much for your patience and like being slow to release episodes as I deal with all this um, crazy stuff happening. And I hope that everything's going well. 
May you be happy, healed, and free, and may we inspire peacefulness in all of life. Namaste.